0: Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94-3 the game is gonna get you home with the P-Man. Five, four,
1: three, two,
0: one. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94-3 the game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates.
2: It's the adult swim. Don't come back till it's funny, boys. Hey, everybody, welcome. Straight up 5 o'clock, back of the venue studio, B-Baby Ben Byram producing the show. Hey, Ben. Get to it. Hey, Ben. Can we get Coach Godwin to do a Hey, Ben for us? Maybe not today. Today Uh, might not have been been the best day to do that.
3: (laughs) We'll see about that
2: Speaking of coaches, uh, the great Gary Overton is due to uh, join us on the show today. Coach O will be in. Uh, I think on the phone, and we're going to get him to uh, talk a little pirate uh, baseball with us uh, today. Love Coach O. Great gentleman, all-time winningest uh, coach at ECU Baseball. And uh, looking forward to hearing he and Scooter this year on the games. I think they'll do a fine job. We'll have baseball against Bryant. Well, no need to beat around the bush here. It is uh, the breaking news story of the day. Happened uh, a couple of hours ago, a little more than that, as it was announced that uh, Wizenhunt for uh, ECU will not be available this weekend. He has uh, broken a team rule and will not be a part of uh, this weekend's uh, rotation. And uh, will not play this uh, weekend as the uh, Pirates uh, take on uh, Bryant. Uh, so, Cliff Godwin was asked uh, today in a media availability. Uh, what is it that Carson Wizard Hunt did that has caused him not only to not be the opening day starter, but not be available to pitch this weekend?
4: Uh, he will not pitch this weekend. Uh, violation of a team rule. And so, he will not pitch.
2: So as of last Friday, and a good host would have told a good producer to go and get this, but I forgot about it till now. Um, You know, he was on with Henry Talk of the Town on Friday in the studio. So you go back to where we talked to Coach about uh, a week ago, this past Monday, when we had the Cliff Godwin radio show at Logan's. He said, and you remember this, Ben, that, uh, Wizen Hunt's going to be our starter. And then after that, we got to figure out the rest of the rotation. As of Friday, he said that morning, Wizard Hunt is going to be the day, the game one Friday night starter. And then we have to figure out the rest of our rotation.
3: Well, everybody kind of assumed that he would be the Friday night starter. I mean, he's clearly probably your best guy in that right. starting rotation right now. And then when he came into the press conference earlier today and announced the starting rotation, I was like, whoa, what happened to Wizenhunt? Well, Coach Godwin
2: said as much as of last Friday. Now, if you'll recall, on the first installation of Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin, hosted by a man who has a lot of irons in the fire, the plucky upstart, Patrick Johnson. Apparently
3: so. Apparently so. Yeah.
2: He kind of.
3: The iron's hot. It's very hot. He
2: kind of said, well, we're not. You know, we I haven't announced the starter the starting rotation yet, and you know I thought, well, that's interesting, but then I thought, well, he maybe nobody really stood out, and he was going said he was gonna announce it Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, Tuesday passed, Wednesday and today. So, uh, Coach Godwin, let's go one one and two here. Let's this is kind of how he started today's press avail. And get, get three racked up again as well, because, again, we just played it for you. But this is the sequential order of how all of this happened today. Uh, and this is uh, Coach Godwin in advance, 48 hours removed from the start of the Pirate baseball season.
4: Uh, we got two more days of practice, so we got good weather. i um, excited for two more days, and then we'll be ready to go. All
2: right, then the big question, of course, is, Coach, what's the rotation?
4: Garrett Saylor will go on Friday, Cooch will go on Saturday, and then Jake Hunter, a freshman, will go on Sunday.
2: And then what about what about Carson Wisenheim? Uh,
4: he will not pitch this weekend. Uh, violation of a team rule, and so he will not pitch.
2: The good news is it's, it's not an injury. So it's not like he's physically unavailable for the rest of the year or for a long period of time. The thing is, we, he, he said there just for the weekend, but is it going to be longer than that? We don't know. What he exactly did, I, we don't know. And I don't expect Coach Godwin to reveal that necessarily. But all you need to know is a violation of a team rule. And whatever it was was severe enough that it prompted Wisenhunt being inactive for the weekend. So that changes a lot of things, obviously. Saylor will be the the opening day starter. Cooch Maynor, who I think probably would have been, I think everybody just moved up. Saylor was probably going to be your number two. Cooch Maynor was probably going to be your number three had all things worked out. Uh, now you got uh, the freshman kid, Hunt, who's going to be starting there. So this is all of a sudden a little bit of a tricky start in already what I, I believe is a pretty tough opening st- dozen or so games for Pirate Baseball, there's road games, there's high-quality opponents. Look, Bryant is coming in. Bryant's pretty good. I mean, this is a program that's won some games. They're used to going to the postseason. They ain't scurred coming into to Clark LeClair Stadium. I, I can assure
3: you of that. Yeah, well, if you can take a positive out of a somewhat negative situation, there, I like the fact that he's holding everybody to the same standard in oh, the no, locker Oh no, no,
2: and I, I don't think anybody would expect yeah. anything less. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, you know, I I don't know at this point. Now I'm not going to pretend I'm.
3: Doesn't seem like a lot of people know, right? Based on the I'm not lurking on there. I'm
2: not lurking on the dark web trying to find out dirt <laughs> on college kids. I like to think I have a little bit better things to do in my time than, than that. Well,
3: a lot of people don't. So right, no, I understand. <laughs> I understand.
2: But, you know, but you but you do pick up on that. Like, you know, I heard some stuff today regarding maybe a football player that had been recently uh, suspended from the team and, yeah. you know, what needs to be done to correct that. I, I'm not going to report it because, you know, it's,
3: it's kind of somewhat of a personal it's matter. It's a
2: personal matter. It's got to be vetted out, and, and Coach Houston will address it when he wants to address it. But unless we go for facts, more
3: so factual yeah, information yeah, instead then, of being first. But I mean, I,
2: you don't. But you still hear things from time to time. I mean, you hear enough stories, you can f- kind of figure out who's who's, yeah. who's maybe has some questionable character going on, and then who who you never hear anything about, and and so they. Unless they're just fooling everybody, they've got a a pretty sterling reputation. It's not like I've heard anything crop up repeatedly that this is a bad egg, this is a bad apple, this is a bad kid. Don't know. Again, I don't lurk on the dark webs looking for dirt on on, uh, 20-some-year-old kids. But, you know, I, I just think you're right. Whatever it is, is a heinous enough situation that this is the message to be sent. Does it go beyond this weekend? I guess we'll find out. Does it uh, create some issues? Yeah, maybe. So we'll go and we'll see how all of this, what we need to do and how we need to handle it. But um, we'll go from there and uh, see what uh, what ends up happening as far as pirate uh Baseball goes. Um. Any other big notes? I know we're gonna get coach in in a little bit. Speaking of baseball, when you think drugs in baseball, you think PEDs. Oh no, oh no. Was it Brian Harvey? Is that Matt Harvey? Matt Harvey. I'm sorry, Matt Harvey,
3: former Mets ace.
2: craziness going on there, isn't there?
3: Well, there's always been rumors about him potentially having some issues, but now he just straight up admitted it, I guess, in a trial against whoever the guy was for the Angels that was given the player right. passed away, the opioids. Right,
2: and, and died as a result of it, and yep. I guess he's he's under oath in that trial, I guess.
3: Yeah, I mean, he admitted a cocaine use while with the Mets, and even giving that player some drugs uh, who ultimately passed due to opioid addiction or an opioid overdose, so just some, You think that would be a bigger story in baseball right about now, but I guess the lockout and everything going well, on. Well, I, I think all the out. labor
2: strife is going on. Yeah. Uh, Ian O'Connor, with a book that is coming out that essentially states the Duke brass, the president of Duke wanted Tommy Amaker, who's, of course, one of the big uh, recruits that helped get Coach K to his first NCAA tournament, his first national title game. A longtime assistant before heading out to Seton Hall, then Michigan, ended. and then has done a really fine job at Harvard. So that is a that is a real um, kind of curious deal because it paints that there was, a, I guess, I assume a power struggle. Now, originally this morning, I thought, well, it's the AD who wanted well, the AD had just kind of been installed there and had not been. Uh, and you knew Coach K was going to probably have a say, if not pick his successor, right? I mean, he's the most powerful guy yeah. on the campus. You know, I, I get that the president is the president of that university, but the most powerful guy on that campus is Michael K.
3: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he's the marquee guy. He's the name. Right. More so than any other player on that team right now. Maybe you could say Paulo, but Paulo isn't that.
2: Well, those guys come and go. It's, yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. the big. He's the consistent marquee guy. He's the marquee guy. He's the most powerful guy. And I, that's not in athletics. The whole the whole nine. He's the face Germany. that runs the place. In a, in a way, he is. So you do whoever he wanted was going to be who was. So I don't know if. Look, O'Connor, I talked to somebody who knows him today or knows of his work today. It might be the more appropriate way to put it. And they say he is a little bit of a sensationalist, but he is also not afraid to take on things head on but he you know he didn't talk to szeski Krzyzewski. szeski's not quoted in this book Amaker, to my knowledge is not quoted in this book and he's going with an unnamed source i believe so it just seems like kind of a tough thing to wrap your mind around that there is all this strife now did they if everybody's doing their are they considering a list of possibilities sure do they need to go outside, quote unquote, outside the family? I, you know, I don't know about that.
3: Well, who are you going to get? I mean, that's worthy for that job outside of the uh, Duke organization. Like, well, I mean,
2: you know, Jay Wright at Villanova. Yeah, he's at a private school now that's cool. won a couple national titles. he probably, I, I think he's he's really really good. Yeah, uh, you know, Mark Few's not leaving Gonzaga. Yeah, I will, but again, you're dealing with somebody who's worked in the structure of a private school that is a basketball power. So
3: You remember when UNC was looking for uh, to hire their new head coach, those names were kind of thrown around very loosely, not too serious, but apparently there were some kind of talks whether they were serious or not. Then another name was thrown around was Brad Stevens, so I don't see how Duke can get any of the names that are much different than when UNC got unless, I mean, maybe there's some hidden uh, hidden gem out there or something I don't know about, but, I mean, this seems to be the same kind of guys that UNC was kind of throwing around, whether it was serious or not. I just don't think it is a um,
2: – I, 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 I mean, is there a little bit of validity to it? We'll see. But is yeah. it is as dire as they're making it out? I don't know. It just seems like – I'd have to read the book at the level of reporting to see how detailed it is. So are they
3: not running with Shire anymore? I mean, is he no, just, no, no. I mean, Shire, no. You can't. He's the guy. He's, yeah. he's the guy. As yeah, we I saw last so, yeah. night,
2: because K did not come out in the second half of yeah. the uh, Wake Forest
3: game. That was a great game, by the well, way. Well, it was a great finish of the game. Wake's really good. If you don't think Wake belongs in March Madness from the postseason, you're, you're absolutely insane. You're nuts. Um, so that is a you know I think a real that's
2: a real. Um. Big issue as far as as far as far all that goes, um, is how valid all of that is. All right, let's uh, break. We'll come back. We'll get to some more of Coach Godwin's comments. Uh, near the bottom of the hour, Coach O will be with us, and uh, we'll talk to Gary Overton, who will uh, preview the ECU baseball season for us. The big news uh, for the Pirates, Carson Wisenhunt will not be uh, available this weekend. Violation of team rules. He is unavailable this weekend. And we'll talk uh, more about that with Coach when he gets in, but also hear more from Cliff Godwin on the other side.
0: Online or on the go, log on to our brand-new website, 94.3thegame.com, to listen to The Patrick Johnson Show weekdays at 5. It might
5: be crap, but we love it.
0: Or tell your smart speaker to stream 94.3 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time.
6: HealthWise Pharmacy rounds the bases with retail pharmacy services, prescription compounding, infusion therapy, specialty infusions, infusion nursing services, medical supplies, and equipment. Locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker, HealthWise is now serving North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia with infusion services. HealthWise has grown, but they're still providing great services in Greenville with an infusion suite at the pharmacy. HealthWise Pharmacy, 615B Memorial Drive in Greenville.
1: Pirate fans, the 2022 football season is going to be one for the record books. East Carolina is coming off a seven-win bowl season, and 2022 is shaping up to be even better. The Pirates need you to pack out Ficklin Stadium this fall with a great home slate that includes in-state rival North Carolina State. The American Conference schedule features home games against UCF, Memphis, Houston, and Navy. Season tickets are on sale for as low as $125. Get your tickets
5: today by visiting ecupirates.com. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard,
7: Greenville. Hey guys, there are some important news that all men should take very seriously. Your prostate health. Are you urinating more frequently? Are you waking up at night to urinate? Are you sick and tired of prostate pills that just don't work? Sound familiar? If you are one of the millions of men with prostate problems that are driving you nuts, there is some great news. Prostagenix is the all-natural product that beat over 157 other prostate supplements in lab tests and was rated the number one most powerful prostate supplement in the world. Number one, because it works. So why not try some Prostagenix and your prostate troubles will be a thing of the past. You'll get a great night's sleep and stop waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. To get your free bottle of Prostagenix, call now, 800-600-2020. That's 1-800-600-2020. Take advantage of our 90-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-600-2020. Do it now.
6: Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Like us on
0: Facebook for breaking sports stories and the latest from around the Pirate Nation. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's 94.3 The Game's Facebook page. Like us and follow us there today.
2: All right, 94 3 the game. Uh, we've got uh, a lot going on here. Uh, Gary Overton will be uh, with us in just a little bit. Looking forward to having uh, Coach O back uh, with us. Big hiring event for uh, Victra coming up uh, tomorrow, in fact. They're looking to hire 35 people this week, and uh, their hiring event will be going on uh tomorrow you can uh get online pit-jobs.com to uh find out more but victor is the uh, a major company paid benefits paid time off training 401k matching 401k and uh these are not uh, what you would call any sort of uh telemarketing or cold call kind of positions. These are all positions where you're providing uh, sales support and you can earn all kinds of uh, big benefits as far as the uh, commission goes. So keep that uh, in mind if you're maybe frustrated at your job, maybe looking to change careers. Maybe you're somebody who's young, starting out in life. And you want a good-paying job off the jump. Well, this is a way to do it. Uh, Victor, and again, that hiring event is tomorrow. They hope to have 35 people hired this week, pit-jobs.com. All right, let's
0: hit our Pirate Report. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, four three, The Game.
2: All right, uh, Cliff Godwin on uh, Garrett Saylor, who's going to be the de facto Game one, season opening starter for the Pirates.
4: Just pitched like he's been pitching for the past, I guess eight months. Um, you know, Coach Knight and him have worked hard on his sinker and he was our best starting pitcher in the fall and has continued on being that uh, in the early preseason.
2: Uh, and this is Coach Godwin on uh, the lineup and uh, the hitting up and down the lineup for the Pirates. Uh, we got a lot of different
4: lineups we can put out there. Uh, I think I said on Media Day, we can go really defensive. We can go really offensive. We can go somewhere in between, but uh, I think our guys have done a good job and they're ready to go.
2: Uh, Brian, we talked about this is a really good team. They've got uh, some postseason in their DNA. They expect to win games when they step out there. This is a really solid team. Uh, mid-major program if you will and this is uh, Coach Godwin on uh, the Bryant rotation. I know
4: who their rotation is. They're throwing a righty on Friday, a righty on Saturday and a lefty on Sunday. It's tough to get a lot of information. Uh, I think the first two guys are transfers um, who pitched at other schools so we'll get as much information as we can but early in the season it's just hard. you got to go out there and kind of bob and weave a little bit but we want our guys to be aggressive and go out there and you know, score as many runs as we can.
2: Injury update for the Pirates. Coach Godwin with
4: that. uh, Groves, uh threw a bullpen this week. He was battling a sore arm. Uh, Merritt Beaker will throw uh, against hitters uh, actually tomorrow just for one inning. So those two guys from a pitching standpoint were a little bit banged up. And Aiden Edwards, a freshman catcher, uh, his arms been bothering him, but he's
2: coming back as well. But I don't know if he'll be available to catch this weekend. All right, and uh, this is Coach Godwin on uh, having the fans back inside of Clark LeClair Stadium in full throat. Of course, they had the all-time record for season tickets sold. Single-game tickets are available, and uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of interest. Rain's going to get out of here, so I'm sure a lot of folks will be fired up and excited about uh, opening day and what's going to end up being kind of a nice day on uh, Friday. This is uh, Coach Godwin on having Pirate Nation back.
4: I know it seems crazy. You know, you forget about um, us opening up with just parents in the stands last year this time. And then uh, you get to the regional and it's full capacity, probably over capacity. It was awesome. So I'm excited. Uh, Bailey and Troy, you know, they thought they were weathermen earlier in the week. So it looks like the weather's going to get out at least by noon. So I think we're going to be in good shape and the temperatures are good. So we need all of Pirate Nation to pack Clark LeClaire.
2: Who? Oh, really? What? Um, Don't think we have time to squeeze in anything else because we're going to get Coach O straight up bottom of the hour. Oh, wait a minute. Coach O in the house. Oh, how about this, Ben? Hey, unexpected, but I love it. Hey, Coach. I'm excited. Gary Overton in the house. All right. but we we're going to get him on the phone. One of my favorite people to work with. No, he's great. All right, Coach, thank you. Yeah, we're going to get Coach O uh, in studio. This will be a good visit coming up. All right. Well, it's not dilly-dally, Ben. Let's get to the update, and then uh, Coach O will join us bottom of the hour in studio. This is great. What a, what a treat this is. Ben, what do you got?
3: Thanks, Patrick. Plenty happening around Pirate Nation. Coach Godwin spoke to the media earlier today and announced the weekend starting pitching rotation for their home series against Bryant. Garrett Saylor will take the mound Friday, while Cooch Maynard will start Saturday, and freshman Jake Hunter will get starting duty Sunday. Godwin also revealed Carson Wisenhunt would not play due to violation of team rules. Another quick note, Godwin revealed yesterday that ECU and UNC coach Scott Forbes have agreed to play a weekend series the second weekend of the season. Every season moving forward, from college basketball. Tubby Smith has stepped down as the head coach at High Point. His son G.G. Smith will take over. From the NFL, Minnesota's officially hired former Rams O.C. Kevin O'Connell as their new head coach. Speaking of Minnesota, Deshaun Watson is looking to return to football and has evaluated his potential landing spots. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN reports that Watson favors the Vikings and Bucks as potential fits. And the Cincinnati Bengals have granted head coach Zach Taylor an extension through 2026. Wrapping up from the MLB, it's reported that the Nationals offered Juan Soto a 13-year deal worth $350 million, and Nationals great Ryan Zimmerman has officially retired from Major League Baseball. That's going to do it for your 94th to the game sports update. I've been Byron Cocho on the other side of this quick timeout.
0: During the NFL season, get the latest on the Carolina Panthers as Jim Zoki from the Panthers Radio Network joins the P-Man. Bring on the
5: good stuff, universe.
0: This and every Monday right here on 94.3 The Game. The flagship station for the ECU
6: Pirates. Warren's Hot Dog Pizza. Homemade Lemonade.
5: Hey, Pirate Nation, Warren's now has two locations. In Greenville, across from Ron Ayers Motorsports and the new Chacoanity location next to the fire department. Stop in today for hot dogs, pizza, subs, apple and peach turnovers, homemade lemonade, and breakfast in Chacoanity featuring homemade cheese, ham and chicken biscuits, plus sausage dogs and more. Warren's Hot Dogs. Want some? Get some. Go Pirates!
6: Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great shell gasoline with shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Take a hit from a 300-pound linebacker, and you better be wearing pads. Take a
1: hit on the road, and you better have good auto coverage. When you've got North Carolina Farm Bureau Auto Insurance, you've got the best local agents ready to help you bounce back. If you don't, well, you probably play football without a helmet, too. North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm
5: Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Insurance of North Carolina, Inc., Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, Or your help, you'll be working with neighbors you can trust. People like Lynn Sugg and Justin Batts, these agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams. These Farm Bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products, but they are tuned in to the Greenville community. Again, contact Lynn Sugg or Justin Batts today at Farm Bureau Insurance in Greenville at 252-756-3165. That's 252-756-3165. Dogwood State Bank is changing the landscape of community banking.
1: That term, community banking, is not just a catchy slogan for Dogwood State Bank. They're really defining what it means to bank local. Big banks may want big business, but Dogwood State Bank wants your business, no matter what size. At Dogwood State Bank, your business is big business. Come to Dogwood State Bank and you'll see the difference. Dogwood State Bank with offices in Greenville, Moorhead City, Wilmington, Raleigh, Sanford, and Charlotte. Remember the days when you could go to your favorite butcher shop and get your pork chops or steaks cut just the way you like them? Well, you still can. Acre Station Meat Farm on High. Highway 32 in Pinetown, north of Washington, is Eastern Carolina's traditional butcher shop. Acre Station where you can get your order cut the way you want it. The best sausage, bacon, and pork chops and steaks you'll ever taste. I get my steaks from Acre Station because uh, the quality is great and they can cut it any size you like and just can't find a selection like that anywhere else.
4: I like to go get my roast at Acre Station because they cut it at about six pounds and that's perfect for my for my family cuz i just can't find what i'm looking for at the grocery store anymore
1: acre station your traditional butcher shop in pine town just outside washington on highway 32 find out what others have always known the short trip to acre station is worth the drive
4: at acre station you just get that good friendly service you just can't find
1: anymore i guarantee it's the best sausage and
0: bacon you'll ever eat Get the latest on the East Carolina Pirates each day on the Patrick Johnson Show with our daily pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94.3 The Game.
2: I thought we were doing this by phone, but even better. Ben, who do we have live and in person in the studio with you? My guy, Coach O. The coach! <laughs> Dr. Gary Overton. Coach O, this is... What a surprise today. This has oh. this made my day.
8: Let me say, Patrick, I'm, I'm very honored that you asked me to be here and, and also to be with Ben as well
2: as you. This is better than I could have imagined because I thought we were going to get you on the phone because you're so busy uh, running the shop over there at uh, Athletics. But, uh... Here you are, and I love it, so thank you for coming in studio thank I can't you so thank much. you enough it's well, it's, uh, it's awesome to see you
8: and opening weekend, you know uh, big, we're ready festive festive to go for all fans yeah uh,
2: before we get into baseball, and there's obviously huge news as we've already talked about today on the show and have uh, talked about uh, it's been talked about for several hours now, but you're over there you're kind of I see it everything what is the 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 job description? <laughs> I say Grand Poobah, but what is the job description for you, Coach? <laughs> well, I wouldn't
8: call that, but uh, uh, I do work a lot with game management. So, okay. Um, uh, in a nutshell, it simply means that if we play the event, I'm pretty much there. You're pretty much there. Yeah.
2: Gosh. And you're working so hard. It's just, I mean, I, I'm not just saying this, because I mean I tell people all the time, Coach O's the hardest working guy, because <sighs> he's constantly, constantly working. So. Well, there
8: are a lot of people just like that as well.
2: Yeah. You do a great job managing, because it's all kind of younger people you're working with. Sure. And, uh, but that's all those years of coaching, I think.
8: Uh, a, lot, uh, a lot of experience goes a long <laughs> way, and I think any coach will tell you that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I know we're excited about baseball. Coach is going to be uh, on the radio this year with uh, Scooter. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, you, got, you worked with Corey all those years. Oh, yeah. So it'll be a little bit different. But uh, I know you're just excited for the first pitch.
8: Very much, and, and, and Scott Rogers, uh, Scooter, they call him, yeah. uh, will do a great job. Tremendous young man, passionate. Um, he's very passionate not only about what he does but the Pirates. Yeah. And ECU and all sports are big to him. Uh, going back to Corey, uh, wonderful, wonderful guy to work with and uh, moving on to bigger and better things at uh, Tulane uh, as the head guy. And let's not forget Patrick Johnson in there as well. I've worked, some, I've worked on air with a lot of good people.
2: Coach O and I, uh, I, I was so bad. I, I was away that I was so good I came back. And the bad I was. Coach O got to work with me a handful of uh, occasions. So uh, it's, it's always fun. And, but I, I think you're 100% right. Even at the collegiate level, it's a grind. And you've got to love it. And uh, I think if you, if you love baseball, it's the greatest gig ever. Uh, and so, I, but I, th- I think you're correct. I think you do get that with, uh, with Scoot for yeah. sure uh, because he's going to. So it's going to be Scooter and Coach O. I'm, I'm going to say that uh, a bunch <laughs> coming up over the next few months, yes. uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, you know, we got to start with the big news of the day. Uh, the Wizard Hunt, as we understand it, suspension for this opening weekend. Violation of team rules is what Cliff Godwin is saying. We don't know. We have no idea. Coach is, is uh, kind of like we are. Yet to determine what that is. Uh, but that's a big blow because even as recently as Friday, Cliff Godwin was talking about him being the opening day starter.
8: Yeah, and, and uh, what's so uh, uh, impactful about that is uh, he's the number one guy.
0: Mm-hmm. But
8: he's also a number one guy who could be a first-round draft pick. So um, he's, um, he's kind of the catalyst on the pitching staff, and he's the guy they all look to. And so saying that, um, you know, none of us knew this. None of us saw this coming. Cliff Godwin uh, Godwin, announcing that earlier today, and it's, uh, it's big news.
2: You know, Coach, when you've got your number one guy, and we don't know what he did again, but, you know, when he's kind of out of the, uh, the equation, and as you say, here's a first-round talent, um, he'll be given every opportunity, I'm sure, to, to reinstate himself Coach Godwin will give him that opportunity. This, is, I'm sure, is a big lesson for him. But, you know, that, that's a tough thing because you can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't, again, we don't know what he did, but, you know, it, it's more than just being a talented baseball player, especially in Cliff Godwin's program.
8: Yeah, and the fiscal aspect of things uh, certainly is uh, uh, will, will affect the, the team, so yeah. to speak. But how will it affect the team mentally? Um, yeah. and, and it could go one of two ways. Uh, The others could say, hey, let's pick up the slack. Let's take this ball and let's run with it. And now I have a chance to ascend up the ladder on the pitching staff. Instead of four, three. Instead of three, two. Move on up. But um, at the same time, uh, one could look at it another way and say, hey, maybe that's three or four less games we win until he is reinstated. And what happens there? But now most players, they have the fire. They have the desire, and they'll pick up whatever slack is necessary.
2: So Coach announces that Garrett Saylor will be the opening day starter now. Give us a little bit about Garrett Saylor's makeup because one of the things we were going to talk about today was we kind of know what Wisenhut, that's a known quantity. It was what's going to happen behind Wisenhut with that rotation that would really determine the ECU fate this year. So we got Garrett Saylor, very impressive talent, a lot of potential. Coach Godwin's been impressed with him in the fall. And in the preseason but this is a big opportunity for sailor
8: really is and uh um, i'm sure it's caught him by surprise at the same time ascending to the number one role very big the question asked for the last couple of weeks who will be two three and four um the closing role was set uh guys in the bullpen were assuming their roles but uh, who would be number two who would be three and sailor uh, big tall uh, i say big tall he's he's actually a good athlete Um, very physical pitcher, um, good arm. Uh, When I say that, he's 90-plus by all means. But uh, uh, when you look back at his stats from last year, 40 strikeouts in 35 innings means that he's going to get his strikeouts. What he does in terms of giving up hits and eliminating any type of erratic-type pitching, whether it be walks or uh, poor pitches in the zone when he's behind in counts, That remains to be seen, but he's going to have his opportunity to to make some noise, and uh, it's
2: there now. The great Gary Overton, Coach O's in the studio with us here, Patrick Johnson Show. It's great to have him in here with us today. Uh, Cooch Maynard's going to be the number two guy or the Saturday starter, at least uh, right now. He's, I mean, you won't find a better person. Very well-mannered young man, smart young man, great student, great leader, had a rough year last year. Seemed like he put a lot on his plate last season. I'm, I'm not so much talking baseball, just things he was involved with in student government and, and uh, just as a student, the things he was involved in. A lot of that has gone away now, so he'll have an opportunity to, to maybe be more honed in on baseball. But if you're looking at him as a number two guy, he, he certainly has the experience. He's been there. He, we know he has the makeup. We've seen what he did against Maryland a couple seasons ago. How does he rebound in this year in your mind? And I almost think, Coach, a lot of what he does this year and how he rebounds this year will, will determine the fate of the Pirates.
8: Yeah, and, and you described him very well. A uh, very intelligent young man, great student, and a guy who knows the game and uh, uh, has proven himself. But, uh, yeah, down year last year, I think he would be the first to tell you that. Uh, to recapture where he was a couple of years ago, I'm sure he's made a lot of adjustments, and I'm sure he's searched for the answers to not have that type of year again. But here's what pro scouts like to say. He's done it before, yep. so it's there. And that's so, so much in his corner. Perfect game. Also a near no hitter just prior to the right, perfect game. Right. And a really good season. Again, uh, I said two years ago, is actually three years right. ago. But uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's in his works.
2: And then they're going to start Jake Hunter, who's a freshman, on Sunday. So we'll, we'll have more about that on the radio broadcast. Uh, Pirate baseball starting the season on Friday against Bryant, 4 o'clock first pitch. The other thing I look at, Coach, well, but before we get to the offense, let's, let's kind of – the bullpen's obviously going to factor big bigly in this. So who do you see, Coach O, out of the pen early on especially are going to be key for East Carolina? Well,
8: you have guys last year that showed flashes – uh, some pitched in minimal roles. A guy like Josh Groves, tall right-hander, um, who has a good makeup on the mound, very good mound presence, and he's a guy that could be a long reliever to the middle innings. Uh, we all know C.J. Mayhew is going to be the closer. Now he's a guy that posted high numbers of strikeouts, um, uh, so much experience from his year. Uh, I mean, uh, from his uh, outings a year ago. Uh, but he, he's the guy that they're going to look to to finish games. Uh, in between, I mentioned Groves. There are several others. Uh, but uh, we could go down the list of guys that have a little experience but now need more.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, I'm looking at the numbers on offense, the power numbers in particular. You talked about this yesterday. I don't want to steal any of your thunder. But with the three, Norby, Francisco, and then Seth Cadell. 41 homers, 114 RBI. Combined. It's like a slugger. You're losing a slugger out of a major league line. I mean, those are huge numbers. Those are huge numbers. So I, I don't think there's any doubt about the talent and depth of this team. I know you really like the defense, and, and, and I want you to get into that. Where will the power come from? That's going to be because that was something we, we know Cliff Godwin can and, and at times does like to employ a manufacturer-run small ball kind of, of offense. They can do that. That's in his DNA and in his his makeup. But last year, they were able to just kind of overpower
0: opponents at times.
2: Could be a little different year offensively for the Pirates. Yeah, very much. Pirates could
8: utilize their speed much more. But uh, going back to those three guys, 41 home runs, you said it was a lot. It's even more than that. Uh, That's that's a special talent right there. But where do they find it? As you said, starts with Josh Moreland, first baseman, fifth-round pick, earlier uh, or yeah. just out of high school. He's a guy, we saw the home run off of Jack Leiter in the Super Regional yeah. in, uh, uh, in Nashville just last year. And he's, he's that type of a player. He's, he can be very potent uh, as a first baseman. Uh, also Alec Makarevich, the home run in extra innings that beat North Carolina. Uh, that's, and also some very big extra base hits by him for the Pirates last year. And then the third one could be Bryson World. Um, yeah. Super talented athlete. Uh, so many times it's been described of him as being a five tool player. And one of those is power. He, he gave the Pirates nine home runs last year. And so uh, any of those three could surface to do exactly what Norby, um, Francisco, and Cadell did last year.
2: I think Zach Agnos, too. And we'll talk a little bit about Zach. But I mean, there's someone that just, his raw ability. It seems like he's dripping with talent. Uh, From the midpoint of the season
8: on, not only progression, but progression in different ways, one of which was
2: power. Let me ask you this. uh, The great Gary Overton, Coach O's in the studio with us here as we uh, preview the Pirate baseball season. When you look at uh, this team, I mentioned you like their defense. Uh, Obviously, that can win you a lot of baseball games, but elaborate on that if you would. Well,. you have Agnos and Giles back, both with
8: uh, tons of experience. Giles, soft hands, uh, shortstop, and that's where he belongs. We, we all know that. Um, but Agnos moving over from third to second, and that's not to say that Norby, second round pick, wasn't a good defender. He was a very good defender. But Agnos plays short, second, and third equally as well as he plays any of the other two. Uh, With that in mind, it means he's a very versatile athlete, which lends something to the middle infield position, and we all know that's so vital, uh, that just solidifies that infield defense. Then Makarevich coming in from left field has played a lot of third base. Now you have three longtime players that will man that part of the infield. Put Moreland at first base, let him swing the bat,
2: and that's a solid area to begin with. Coach Godwin said Moylan had really physically gotten stronger and, and, you know, in some ways leaner and better. What's your – to me, another one of those – you see him, seems like the prototypical first baseman. Big, rangy, light on his feet, though, can move pretty well over there. And if he can, back it up with – because you want your corners to be be the power spots. Right. If he can can back it up with some – you know, a a bat that is powerful this year, boy – you're talking about a guy that could be an all-conference first baseman.
8: Yeah, and, and when uh, strength programs kick in, which they're so vital today, and, uh, and he loses a little bit of uh, girth that he has right. uh, and, and trims up more athletically, he's even that much of a better, uh, well, it causes more flexibility in the swing and maybe even a better and more powerful uh, hitter than he already is which, is, which is true, but then it makes him lighter on his feet defensively.
2: The great Coach O is uh, with us here. Uh, You know, again, what happens with pitching? That's always the big thing. Uh, Will there be some guys that emerge as far as power goes? Those are the things that I guess uh, are the question marks, if there are any. Uh, I do think the Pirates also have a very challenging, I'm going to say first 13 games of the season, because Bryant coming in this weekend is no slouch. I mean, 27 wins, picked to win that. Uh, NEC again. They've got a coach that's a a heck of a recruiter based on his time down in Orlando. So uh, this is is no – don't let the fact that – Bryant, who's – don't let that fool you coming this weekend?
8: Not at all. Perennial uh, postseason NCAA play uh, participant. And uh, Bryant played in the regional that ECU won at Virginia that propelled the Pirates into the Texas Tech Super Regional. And um, you look back, and they're a 40-plus win team year in and year out and have been now for like the last seven or eight years. Yeah, this is, this is not someone to sleep on, not by any means. And uh, 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 when they see uh, guys like Saylor, Coochmaner, and Hunter, um, their their offense is going to be one to be reckoned with by those guys. Uh, we mentioned Groves earlier. Uh, I do want to throw in Nick Log- Logish and all this yeah. mm-hmm. because he's a hard thrower, had a great summer
2: last year, and he's a candidate to be one of the starters. So, Bryant, this weekend, and then it's that, it's the Super Bowl of Campbell. It seems like every year, that first road game after the opening series is Campbell. Cliff Godwin, he's not worried about taking the L there. He doesn't want to take it. There's a reason he keeps going to Campbell every year for that first road game. Because that, I think, tells him a little bit about his team each year. Oh, very good point. Really
8: good there, Patrick. But in addition to that, it's also an RPI booster. Sure. Uh, This is a club uh, for all of our baseball fans out there that remember. Mississippi State was national champions last year. Who did they play in the finals of their regional to go? To? Campbell. Yeah, sure yeah did. those two were in the finals. Campbell also returning a lot of players. Uh, really good shortstop, projected to be one of the higher picks in the draft as well. And uh, it's it's a club that, that uh, as you said, Cliff Godwin can learn about his his team, but he also has a very good opponent that only makes us better.
2: Then you got the UNC game, and I, and I like the way this is being done. Originally, they wanted to try to play a game in Chapel Hill, a game in Greenville, and then a neutral game. But there's a lot that goes into that. Credit to uh, Coach Forbes for saying, hey, let's just make this simple. We'll play two at one place, one at the other. He and Cliff Godwin uh, have worked that out. So two in Chapel Hill, right? one in Greenville on that Sunday. right? Next year, it'll flip. Two in Greenville, one in Chapel Hill on Sunday. Yeah, I think that's a great... Uh, thing, and, and they want to make it an annual second weekend of the year, that's just that's just good for baseball in this
8: state, is it not? Well, it's good for both clubs because yeah. of the competition involved, but more important than that, the fans of, uh, of both teams, of both programs, I should say, uh, it, it just creates an atmosphere that starts the season off the way it should be started. Um, that weekend, a lot of people are looking forward to, uh, for obvious reasons, but uh, the uh, the Tar Heels and the Pirates feel that that can only make them better down the right. road as well. Now, North Carolina, not expected to be quite what they have been in the last year or two, but still, much depth on the mound. They're, they're a force as well.
2: And then you got uh, the trip to Duke, most notably uh, the Durham Bulls Park, but uh, still a chance to play in a professional stadium against a quality opponent uh, early in the season.
8: Uh, and, and Duke's baseball the last 10 years. uh, That's amazing. It's uh, it's unbelievable as to what's been done there. And uh, Chris Pollard, who came from Appalachian, took the Duke job, he just took that and ran with it and has done well. Uh, A little side tip, uh, ECU Pirates played in the Nashville Regional against Vanderbilt last year. Mm -hmm. Super Regional, the previous Super super Regional three years ago, Duke and Vanderbilt.
2: Yeah. That was the... uh The coming-out party for, uh, oh gosh. Kumar Rocker. Yeah, Yeah. threw the no-hitter. Through the no-hitter. Duke Duke was up 1-0 in that season. They sure were. Yeah. Uh, LeClaire Classic this year, Indiana State, who's been in the postseason from time to time. Maryland, a familiar name. But I love this Michigan uh, coming in. A couple of old, a couple of ex-Pirates, ECU alumni coming in. Coach Back, I mean, I just, I think it's yeah. a great thing.
8: I really do. Yeah, Coach Backich, uh, Eric Backich, playing for Keith LeClair mm-hmm. back in the day, just like uh, Cliff Schnabel, Godwin, yeah. Schnabel on that club, yeah. one of the best second basemen that I've seen in college baseball, even to this day. Nick Schnabel when he was at ECU, but uh, yeah, Michigan runner-up, national title, uh, just recently, three four years yeah. ago, yeah. And uh, Indiana State, a mid-major that is really good. Yeah, again, uh, another club that goes perennially to postseason play. And uh, Maryland, Pirate fans saw last year in our regional.
2: That's very true. Uh, and then I'm throwing the Virginia Tech-Radford swing just because it's a road swing. I, you know, I don't know if they leap to mind as these, these great teams on paper. You know a lot more about that than I do. But I just think anytime time you go and you're playing two games like that on a row, I mean, it's gonna be, we know this, it's going to be early March. To be cold in the Shenandoah Valley. It's going to be cold in southwest Virginia. Doesn't matter if it's 70 degrees here in Greenville and beautiful. It's going to be cold. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
8: Blacksburg is a cold place. It is. Yeah. yeah. As is Radford. But, but
2: So, I, so I, I add that to that first stretch. I mean, I think a lot of people are talking about the first 10-11 games. I think the first 13, when you add those two, it's because they're on the road. And, you know, it's, it's not going to be easy on the road no matter what. No, and you're so right, especially about those two clubs. Uh, Virginia Tech, ACC
8: opponent, and another program that is making a lot of strides. Uh, it, it's, uh, Bob Sheff has done a great job of getting that program together, as well as Radford, generally one of the better clubs in the Big South.
2: Yeah. Uh, this year, too, NC State will uh, dot the uh, schedule. The first meeting with the Pack will be here in Greenville on uh, Tuesday, March 29th. Again, this is good for both programs. And North Carolina State, we all know what happened last year at the College World Series. A lot of people felt like they were going to be one of the favorites, if not the favorite, to win it uh, and, and to get the opportunity to play out on the field. But it is a – and here's the thing I think we've got to clarify too, Coach. This was going to be played last year, but the American decided to not allow midweek games once conference Correct. started. Correct. Yes. We, were, we were going to have NC State and, and ECU last year. Yes. Uh, again – I think this is a good thing. I think it makes a lot of sense, uh, and you know it'll, everybody will have fun. Razzinelli and Avent on the twenty ninth here in Greenville.
8: So. <laughs> well, Pirate fans like to do that a lot, and uh, a lot of credit and uh, should go to Coach Avent. and not just for coming to Greenville to play, but for what he's done recently as well. Yeah. I mean, I mean we all remember, as you said, what happened in Omaha last year, and and they um, uh, prior to having some players removed from the roster due to COVID. Um, were on track to maybe play in the finals uh, of the College World Series. But a but, uh, really good program. Now, let's go back and talk about what we're doing or what you and I are saying here. NC State home and home, yeah. Duke home and home, North Carolina home and home. We mentioned Virginia Tech. We can go on. Michigan is sh- it's shaping up to be a really, really good, if not tough schedule, which – Again, RPI boosters yeah. and helps the Pirates at season's end.
2: Coach, who do you see in the American? I know he's used to pick to win it again, but but who do you see in the American? How do you see that stacking up? I mean, he had two make the Super Regional last year out of the league. USF was one of them, and uh, you know a lot of talent on that team. Didn't necessarily pan out day in and day out, but... We saw what they did when they kind of put it together late in the season.
8: Uh, it's a good way of putting it. Uh, some people like to say catch fire. Not not so. They finally put it together. Uh, uh, some really good players on that club, too. Uh, Kirkring, a uh, uh, reliever. Uh, their closer is a really strong player in addition to Cantu, the right fielder, and uh, uh, really lots of returnees from that super regional club. So that's a good club and, and a really good club, Um uh, throw in the fact that Cincinnati is so well coached. Now the Pirates for some reason last year most of the game's close, really close, but the Pirates owned Cincinnati last year. Two series I think the Pirates won something like seven of eight games. It, it was all but one winning once in the, uh, in the conference tournament as well but uh, Cincinnati should be tough again as well. Those two I think are the two in addition to Central Florida to see.
2: Coach Gary Overton. Uh, Coach O will be on the radio this weekend with uh, Scooter 4 o'clock on uh, Friday. Bryant, the opponent. We'll see how the Pirates uh, play. Coach, before we go, uh, obviously the goal is Omaha. Is this team, which I I think we've outlined it here in a really well-stated and analytical way. I mean, this is a talented team. Got a lot of experience, a lot of quality. But there are some question marks. Uh, Omaha is obviously the goal. It's there to go to Omaha, but, but there's also some things that have to be figured out. I think that's a fair assessment.
8: Yeah, and, and when a team has uh, even one glaring weakness, regardless of what it is, then its chances of getting to the College World Series are uh, not minimal, but uh, they decrease somewhat, and yet uh, this club has none of that, none, none whatsoever. Yeah, uh, we're all looking at who will pitch behind Wiz and Hunt as number one. And with the experience that, uh, that has a chance to ascend, this could be an outstanding club. It could be a very good club, but all the pieces are there. So is this a team capable? Absolutely. Pick to win the uh, uh, American. If you read all the pundits who, who um, have an opinion on it, on the Pirates, it's like there's one team in the American and then others, yeah. And that's ECU. So yeah, I, I don't think there's any question. This team is very capable.
2: Thank you again for coming in studio here. This was great, oh. uh, and and I and I think allowed us to really get ask a ton of questions. And we'll talk to you throughout the season from time to time. Uh, but uh, great to see you, and uh, enjoy uh, enjoy opening day. Here. There's nothing better. There? Oh yeah, that,
8: that's what we all look forward to, regardless of the time of year. The next opening day.
9: Yeah.
2: All right. We'll be back to wrap things up after this. 90-minute edition tomorrow of the Patrick Johnson Show. That is uh, coming up 5 to 6.30 ahead of ECU Basketball Pirates with their makeup game at South Florida tomorrow. And uh, we'll have the game for you here on 94.3, the game 107.9 WNCT. But uh, here on the game, we're going to be leading you into coverage from uh, 5 to 6.30. So looking forward to that. Uh, tomorrow, Cy Seymour will join us for a preview, and we're going to go down to Daytona. Sellout race this weekend, Daytona 500. We're going to have uh, our annual visit, we hope, with Scott Shook. Not in a capacity of board chair of the Board of Trustees, but race fan, Scott Shook. Uh, thanks to Coach Overton for being in with us today. Great job. And we will uh, – Ben, great job as always as well. We'll catch you tomorrow. Ben and I will. 5 o'clock, 90-minute edition, PJ Show. 90-minute edition tomorrow of the Patrick Johnson Show. without surgery, without drugs, without downtime. New options are now available here. Regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. This is Patrick Johnson talking about biologic therapies. It's the most exciting medical development in years. These remarkable regenerative treatments actually encourage your own body to help heal the damaged tissue in your joints. Professional athletes, they've done it for years. It's now available for folks like you and me. If you've been struggling with knee, back, shoulder, or hip pain, arthritis pain of any kind, you need to check out the natural alternative with incredible patient satisfaction reports. Restorative biological therapies at QC Kinetics. Effective treatments for chronic joint pain with no drugs and no surgery. Call now for a free consultation. Learn about all the regenerative options available to help you get pain-free. Call the medical professionals right here in our own backyard at QC Kinetics. 252-756-Pain. That's 252-756-7246. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now.
3: In studio with Jeff Stein from Brown & Wood. What's new, Jeff? You know, everybody's thinking you're having some inventory issues in the car business, which some of it's true. For used vehicles, Brown & Wood has a lifetime powertrain on every vehicle you buy from. new or used so even when you buy a used vehicle from brown and wood you have lifetime powertrain we cover the engine transmission for as long as you own the car brown and wood your number one dealership in greenville and the home of the lifetime powertrain
6: warranty
9: Are you tired of working every weekend? Are you fed up with working too many hours? Are you bored with your job? Want to make more money in a new career? Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. And Victra's Greenville Contact Center is now hiring. Victra has open positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off a 50 percent discount on your wireless bill access to wages prior to payday and 401k matching earn top dollar while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals victor is holding a hiring event on thursday february 17th in greenville victor is hiring 35 people this week and they want you to apply visit pit-jobs.com for info about the hiring event on february 17th and to apply now That's pit-jobs.com.
5: Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville boulevard greenville
0: wrhd hd1 farmville washington greenville greenville's home for sports 24 7 24 7 94 3